Welcome back to another episode of the Naked Play Podcast, where I'm your host, Marcus Coleman. And the topic of discussion is, does emotion equal facts? And does facts equal emotion? Passion. Things that people do every day, experience every day. Emotions. Passion. The things that allow for people to be themselves and really get inside of a comfort zone, sometimes I feel like are a detriment to having discussions on pretty much any topic potentially. So I thought about it in a sense of when you have a argument or any kind of disagreement with someone and they start crying or they become emotional during the conversation that changes the way that you interact with them and I find it no better example than discussing politics with someone and we live in a society of political correctiveness and one that forces people to really be mindful of what they're saying and how they're saying it or you can risk being called out or you could be called a racist you can be called a fat shamer I mean it's just you can get canceled like it's just so much that I don't think that we look at things enough from a position of organization in terms of how we're presenting our facts, how we're putting together our research and something as simple as making sure that you understand the role of how conversation works and what I mean by that is you have to be comfortable with opposing views you have to be comfortable with the idea that not everybody's going to agree with what you're saying But you still owe it to not only yourself, but owe it to the person that you're listening to, to at least listen and hear them out. When you immediately jump on the defensive and or you potentially just start coming away from the conversation of logic and true definition status of understanding what a word means and using it in its proper form that's when the conversation at that point completely changes and it's moving in a whole different direction than it was just even 30 seconds ago or even one minute ago so if you are sitting in front of someone who is a extreme leftist or an extreme righty why does it have to be an uncomfortable conversation that turns to complete disarray and just falls apart. I prefer to hear why someone thinks the way that they think. I don't have to, I don't have to understand it or try to make sense of it, but I at least owe it to them and myself to do the best that I can to hear them out 
and we can agree to disagree, but it's still very important to always hear opposing sides of view, especially if someone is backing up what they're saying with facts, statistics, and they're backing it up with information that is not coming just from one article. They're actually taking that article, figuring out where the person who wrote that article got their sources from, and then they're using that as a baseline for forming an argument. Then they're reading something else and taking that information and extracting the sources from that to formulate their argument. When you're doing that, now you're putting yourself in a position of having a foundational conversation that has something to stand on and you can build on that when you're having a discussion with somebody. Too many times I find it when you're discussing politics or economics or things along those lines, the uh, the minute that you think completely different or the minute that you question where someone's getting their information from and you say well either a that's not accurate what you're saying or b this is what really happened that person could then be defensive and then just immediately jump to emotion because now they're they're feeling like what they've said is not substantiated and you're coming at them personally they're taking it personal instead of no we're having a conversation about politics so why are you getting personal when we're discussing politics that's the emotions coming out there's no there's not enough i should say people that i feel you can sit them in a room with opposite viewpoints and we can leave the room either a changing someone's thoughts or opinions of how they felt when they came in or we can agree to disagree but we still respected each other's time we still respected each other's space and we enjoyed the dialogue like let's just take it for what it is it was a good dialogue I'm able to listen to you. You were able to listen to me. It's a good dialogue. Now we get into a situation where in 2021, you can even honestly go back the past five years. Everything is very divisive and only getting worse. It's not done by accident. Those that are giving you this information want to divide and conquer the person or communities for which the information is given upon. We do it through mainstream media. We do it through social media. We're forcing you to look at the person across from you and say, I don't like you and here's why. And it's like the things that you're saying are so trivial, like it makes no sense. You ask someone, hey, why did you do this? Or why did you vote this way? They'll always lead, we always know the most common narrative lately has always been, oh, well, why did you vote for Biden? Or why did you vote for Trump? So in this case, the person that uh, voted for Biden would say, oh, well, we just have to get Trump out. Why? Because he's racist. You ask them, what do you mean by that? 
ask them to provide proof of policies that show racist intent. But then I can point to several policies that Biden and Clinton and several other presidents, Republican, Democratic, that have both done things that are detrimental and damaging to the black community and damaging to the further continuation of wealth and equality in this country. But we don't want to talk about that. We just want to say Trump bad. We got to get him out. He's racist. But why did you vote for Biden? Oh, we just got to get Trump out. You can't cite any policies. You can't cite any hardcore linear reasons why you voted for a particular candidate in spite of everything that you could tell them. Well, you know, Biden did this and, you know, Biden did that and his policies helped facilitate this and his his policies and different things that he didn't do or said caused this to happen. When you show this to people, they still will stay stuck in their stance and will not move off of it. That's emotion. At that point, you are running off pure emotion. There is no facts. There is nothing in what you are doing that's a building block to your community. You can't build a community around a bunch of emotional people. It doesn't work. Communities that prosper and areas of interest that prosper are done because those that are questioning something are able to do it in a way that's strategic, but they also look at it from the standpoint of, okay, this is what the problems are. This is how we fix it economically. This is how we fix it socially. And this is how we fix it politically. Once you take all three of those, then you can add in educationally. And we're talking about law enforcement, all these things. I'm not oblivious to the fact of what my status or what my place in this country is as a black man. It does not lose sight from my two eyes. I'm very mindful of that. The problem is, is that I'm surrounded by too many people that fall into a category or a narrative that forces them to not open their eyes enough to really see what someone or what a political affiliation or what the narratives that have been crafted for them and the propaganda that's been crafted for them, they have been too comfortable with accepting you just do this because that's just what it is. And that's why they always say Americans are so dumb. Because we don't know how to do our own research. Like we legitimately don't know how, in my opinion. Not enough people know what researching means. They'll Google something that they're looking for and then they'll just keep reading it. Once you find something that sticks with you, you're just going to keep reading that same thing. And it gets to a point where you're like, okay, yeah, that's that's convincing you that what you're saying is right simply because you found another agreeing point. You have to research both sides of the aisle 
take the emotion out of it. Let's focus on the politics. Let's focus on the economics. Let's focus on the statistics and the numbers and who's putting together the statistics in the numbers. Who's giving you this information? What is their background? If you're not able to do that or not willing to do that, that's lazy, that's careless, and you're doing yourself a disservice and those around you a disservice because depending on the way that you can articulate something to somebody, you can convince anybody, especially if you have that kind of personality to where you can articulate well and you are very charismatic and likable, you could essentially get someone to believe anything. And that's just the truth. So much of politics and so much of social media is predicated off of personalities. I like this person. Yeah, it's, it's something about them. I like them. Well, what do you like about them? Yeah, just look at the way he or she just takes charge. You saw them for five minutes on stage or 10 minutes, whatever. And all of a sudden they just they just won you over. No, it should be it should intrigue you to want to get to know more about that particular person or candidate or organization. But it shouldn't just be a writing blank check to say, like, yep, I'm, I'm never leaving. I'm loyal to you or I'm loyal to your party when their policies are showing otherwise. What are you loyal to when everything around you is deteriorating slowly? That's the problem with a lot of things that people do and what they see is that everything slowly deteriorates around you and because it's slowly deteriorating around you you're not able to put yourself in a position mentally and physically to where you can jump on something and spot the problem and say you know what that's not how I thought this was going to go let me double back Nope, that's not the policy that he ran on or she ran on. That's not the platform that I supported. And this is why I thought that this policy was supposed to do this. I thought that this executive order was supposed to do this. I thought that this uh, house resolution or new legislation that's being proposed was supposed to do this. You heard the highlights of something based off of what a mainstream media source or someone that's already on your side of the coin is saying, yep, you got to they're trying to do this. So you got to make sure that you keep um, saying that things are bad that comes from the Republicans or that's bad that comes from the Democrats. And I'm saying it on both sides, because when someone knows how to get the key takeaways to you, and present it in a way that all of these it's 200 pages on a bill but they know that you're not going to read the 200 pages so we'll give you the 50 uh, pages and then we'll break that down to focus on just the key highlights of how it how it helps you and how it's going to hurt you then at that point you're going to say oh well it's the republicans that are blocking this from happening we're trying to do this, but it's the Republicans that are blocking this from happening. Yeah, they're bringing up a couple of key or a couple of members of the Republican Party that are voting against something. Or they're not bringing up the fact that, yeah, but a lot of them supported it. 
or a lot of Democrats voted against something. Or here's a thought. If I voted against something, you don't want to know why? Because you didn't read the other 150 pages. Or little did you know, as a politician, we got this bill in the wee hours of the morning and they gave us 20 minutes to read it and they force your hand to vote one way or another. The general public may not know that. They don't understand how politics works. So all they hear from the mainstream media is Republicans are blocking this. Democrats are doing this. When the truth of the matter is both of them are in the same street. Republican politicians and Democratic politicians the truth of the matter is in 2021 and it's been like this for the better part of almost 40 years one side of the aisle moves and when the other side gets in power and control they slowly move it back to the where it started then they pull it back over to their side it's tug of war but the truth of the matter is nothing changes and as we citizens of this country we have to take the emotion out and just look at the facts. Economics, politics, socially, and the way that we receive media and education and the way that we look at things has to change. Our politicians won't change. We're the ones that have to change. Until we do that, we're going to keep getting the same result and expecting something different because we're not educating ourselves. We're running with a narrative based off of political affiliation that's forcing you to think from a position of emotion and not logics and facts. That is my episode for you all. I can be found on Spotify at The Naked Plate, Apple Podcasts, at the naked plate also on bitshoot.com that's b-i-t-c-h-u-t-e.com and at instagram at wellness by marcus thank you all for tuning in see you soon